the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We're on part four of this message and it's going to be so good. Amen? Yes. Get up, don't give up. Come on, this is the end of the year. We got one more tamale, one more cookie. Come on, get up, don't give up. Don't give up. You know, our goals, you're like, oh, I'll get to it next year. Get up, don't give up. We're ending strong, right? So that we can start stronger. So that we can start stronger. You already have the victory. Tonight, we are gonna be talking about outreach. Outreach. Christmas is the perfect opportunity for outreach. You just have to take the opportunity to care for others, to coach others, and to connect others with Jesus. We have many opportunities during this Christmas season. Christmas is all about Jesus. It's all about giving. It's all about others. But you know what? We can so quickly make it all about us. What I want, what I need, what I gotta get the kids, what I gotta cook, what party I gotta go to, I need to get an outfit, I don't fit in that outfit. Right, anybody else? Can I get a witness? You know, we start to make it all about us, but Christmas is all about others. Christmas is all about friends and family, and COVID ain't got nothing on Christmas. Christmas ain't canceled. You cannot cancel Christmas, right? We need Mas Christmas. No, Mas Christ, (laughs) that's what I meant. But you know my Spanish, I'm working on it. It's the perfect opportunity to reach out to others. But can I encourage you, don't make it religious. Don't make it religious. We're going through the drive-thru like, have you received Jesus? Have you received Jesus? Have you received Jesus? I'm trying to get another one bites the dust, trying to get one another little notch on my on my heavenly account. Yeah, I got one for you, Jesus. No. This ain't no Western. Come on, calm down. We need to connect people to Jesus. How are we gonna do that? First, by caring for others, by coaching others, by connecting them. I'm, I'm like so excited and we have opportunities. So like I said, our house is being remodeled and it's super fun. So much fun, right? Like you're all, anyways, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to be great in a minute, okay? But we have uh, some workers at our house and it's so cool to have the opportunity because you see them day in and day out to share Jesus. And you know what, my Spanish, I've been working that Spanish, I can when it comes to Jesus, you know, Holy Spirit, come on in. He's like, he's like, when he asked me like, uh, are you afraid to die? And that he has, he's like, I have mucho picados, picados, picados. And I was like, it doesn't matter how many pecados you got. Jesus' blood covered total pecados, you know? And it's just so awesome that I had, and I ran to my room and I got um, Pastor Lau's book in Spanish and I just ripped out the front page where she said Sasha, like, I just put that in the little box. Like, Here! <laughs> it was just so awesome to be able to share God's love with somebody. And that was a perfect opportunity to talk about Jesus and let him know that he was forgiven, that God's love covered all the pecados that any of us could ever do. Like when you receive Jesus Cristo into corazón, it's siempre, like forever. So I'm like, you don't gotta be afraid. You don't gotta be afraid to see Jesus when you've already met him. It was so cool. But another day he brought his son and his son was younger and 
and his son, like there was a um, Saturn and Jupiter were out and it was so cool you could see them and look like a, the Christmas star is what they call it. And I didn't know, but, and his son's working with the dad and they're just trying to get all the flooring done and the son really wants to go see the star. So they're like working hard and I'm like, okay, like this is awesome. We're gonna get this all done tonight. Or they are, you know, I'm not. But I could hear them and they're talking in Spanish and the son just wants to go see the star. And I'm like, we, I, um, my sisters, I'm like, let's go show him the star. Like, let's just drive around the corner. Like, it's gonna be perfect. And it was so cool because this kid, he's 16, he was just so fascinated by space. And he's talking to his dad and he's telling his dad, no, no, don't tell them, no, stop. He's like, yeah, he's like, they're very nice. You know? This is what I'm understanding in Spanish. This is, my, this is my translation of what they said. So I'm like, dude, I would love to see the star. Like, let's go, like this would be awesome. And it was crazy that in just like that, in a moment, you could share God's love with some kid who has no idea who you are. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to like, he's like, no, 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 that's okay. Don't worry, don't worry, you know? And I'm like, no, this is gonna be awesome. And then when we get there, he sees the star and he's like, thank you so much. And he's like, what do you guys do? Like, who are you? Just like his dad had asked a few weeks ago, who are you guys? Like, you guys are too nice. You know, like this is just, and I told him, I'm like, we, I work with young people. And he's like, I need to go to your church. And it was such a perfect opportunity to be the light. It didn't have to be like, do you know Jesus? I'm like, dude, you wanna go see that star? Come on, everybody load up in the Jeep, let's go. Let's go see the star, the Christmas star. Hello, it's a perfect opportunity. I'm just saying, take every opportunity that comes your way to care for people, to coach people, and to connect people with Jesus. With Jesus, there's always an opportunity. When you stop being so focused on yourself, you see others. And when we start loving like Jesus loved. So I want to share tonight that Christmas time is the perfect time to share the love of God. We say Merry Christmas. That's right, Merry Christmas. When we say Happy Holidays, we say Merry Christmas. And they always say Merry Christmas back to you. It's so cool. Jesus said in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In Luke 2, 11, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. Guys, Christmas is all about Jesus being born. Christmas is, it's not about the presents. It's not about the stuff. It's not about the hot cocoa, abuelita, chocolate. It's about Jesus. It's not about tamales, tamales. We love them, but it's about Jesus. We need to keep, stay focused on Jesus. We, right, we're ending strong so that we can start stronger. We're taking 2020, 2020, Guys, 2020 was just knocking on the door and says, who do you believe in? And we said, Jesus, and 2020 went running, right? God was working everything together for our good. There's so many people here at Love Life that their life was transformed in 2020. Marriages happened, we had financial breakthroughs, we had healings happen, so many things happened, we had so many babies, like, I'm just kidding. 
There, I'm not kidding. It's just like so many great things happened in 2020. Why? Because those who love God, God's working everything together for our good. Because we love him. We trust him completely. We got our eyes set on him. Do we miss the mark? All the time. We miss it all the time. So don't count yourself out. Don't count yourself out about this outreach, about what I'm talking about. Don't give up. Get up. You already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Don't count yourself out. You don't got to know all the scriptures. But you don't have to be a perfect person to share the love of God. You know, just get up. Don't give up. You already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Jesus, our Savior, is born, right? It's Christmas Day. Suddenly there's angels, a multitude of heaven of of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Glory to God in the highest. We're giving glory to God every time we say hi, every time we say Merry Christmas, every time we love our neighbor, every time we love those that are in our own house who are the hardest to love sometimes. Whew. Can I get a witness? Amen. A little witness in here, right? Christmas is all about Jesus. It's the perfect time to connect others to Jesus. Don't count yourself up. Don't count yourself out, right? Don't give up. We can give up on ourselves. You know, like, no, it's just for her. She, you know, she, it's, just for, it's just for Sasha. It's just for them. It's just for, it's just for those few. Guys, we are the few. We're the laborers, we're the doers, we're the shakers, we're the history makers, we're the world changers here at Love, Love Life Church, right? Why? Because we hear and do. We hear the word and we apply the word. We hear the word of God that is taught. We go out and we apply the word. We're loving others, loving God, loving people, loving life, right? You don't have to know all the scriptures. You don't got to be perfect. And you know how I know that you don't got to be perfect? Because I'm not perfect. And let's look to people in the Bible who were not perfect. Let's look to Peter, okay? Peter was one of Jesus' 12 disciples. I love Peter. Because Peter is always opening his mouth. And I always feel like that's me. That is so me. I can relate to the Peter situation because there's three sisters. Chantel's the oldest. I'm the middle. Chantel's the baby, okay? And we have Pastor Dan. Pastor Dan's always like Jesus. I know Jesus because I know Pastor Dan. And like so many experiences in our lives that I feel like even I think God gave uh, us to Pastor Dan so that Jesus, he would be like, he would feel for Jesus. He's like, oh man, I know what Jesus went through with those disciples. He's got dumb, dumber, and dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Dan gives us an assignment. He's like, go, win the lost, make disciples. And we're like, blah, 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 blah. what did he say? <laughs> yeah, that happens often. But anyways, you know, I'm just kidding. He, we're great. We're awesome. <laughs> no, we're like Peter. We're Peter, uh, James, and John, you know. Anyways, and we fight over who's the greatest. Who does he love the most? I'm the greatest. No, we don't. We don't. Kind of, sort of, right? Let's get back to the Bible. <laughs> Let's look to Peter, one of Jesus' disciples. So Peter was the one that walked on water. Sir, Lord, sir, Lord. That's Peter, okay? He walked on water. Peter was the first to confess. There he goes, opening his mouth. He says, Jesus Christ, he's the son of God. And they're like, whoa, who said that? And Peter's like, yeah, that's me. You know, I, I say some good things sometimes when I open this mouth. Um, so, and when the guards came to get Jesus, right? They came to crucify Jesus. Peter was with him. I loved that part because I see myself as a disciple. I always see myself that I would be with Jesus. When 
I would be like, Sasha was with Jesus, right? So Peter was with Jesus. So he's like, okay, this would be me too. No, kind of sort of in my dream life. Peter takes out his sword and he comes to the defense of Jesus, right? They come, they're like, we're, they're, we're, they're coming after Jesus. And Peter's like, you know, and slices his ear off right there. Like, you ain't taking Jesus. You got to get through me. Come on, sucker. And so the, Jesus is like, uh, Peter, come here. He picks up the ear, puts it back up. Sorry about that, guys. Peter, Peter, get back over here. Peter, I told you stop acting like that. You're supposed to be hearing and doing what I do. Do you see me doing that? Get over here, okay? That's many times the example of what happens with me and Pastor Dan. Sasha, Sasha, why are you acting so ghetto over there? Get over here. You see me acting like that? Get, no, I'm just saying. I'm just playing. It's all jokes tonight. Kind of, right? So the guards come to crucify Jesus. He takes out his sword, whoop, cuts off the ear. Jesus is like, Peter, this is what I came to do. I came to fulfill the will of the Father. This is my purpose here on this earth. I came, this is, what I, this is why I am here. Imagine like, no, Jesus, no, don't, don't do that. We need you here, right? So Jesus um, tells him, put your sword away. This is why I'm here. I came to fulfill the will of the Father. I came to save the world from sin and death. Like, man, okay, this is Peter. This is Peter we're looking at. Jesus was always trying to show the disciples what was coming, but they couldn't always understand. He was always trying to give them purpose. He was always trying to give them instruction. He was always trying to give them vision, right? He was always trying to show them the way, but they, all, they couldn't always fully understand, right? He said, this is, I'm only here to fulfill the will of the Father. And this is the will of the Father for me. Like this is the cup I'm to bear, right? He's always given the disciples purpose. Here's your purpose, here's the purpose, here's instruction, here's instruction, here's vision, here's vision, here's vision. Watch how I do it, hear and do. Jesus was even showing them that he waited to listen to the Father. He only did what the Father said. So he's saying, watch what I do, what do I do? I hear and I do. I go away to pray, I hear and I do. I hear and I do, I hear and I do. Jesus says in John 13, 15, for I have given you an example that you should do as I, I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. This is the part where we need to be, who wants to be blessed, right? That empowered life. I want to be blessed to be a blessing. What do you need to do? Hear and do, right? Hear and do. Blessed are you if you do them. We hear the word, we do the word, and we're blessed for it, right? That multiplication, that empowerment that happens is when we hear and do. And Jesus is always trying to show the disciples, hear and do, hear and do, hear and do, right? Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. What if he hears and does? How many parents we got in the house? How many parents online? How many parents on the live stream? How many of you wish your kids would hear and do? Come on. You want your spouse to hear and do. <laughs> like, I would like that PB&J. Hear and do. 
get up and do it yourself. <laughs> That's why I'm a single Pringle, all right? But I'm hearing and doing the word of God, hearing and doing the words of Jesus. Hear and do, hear and do. Jesus tells them, Jesus tells the disciples in John 13, 33, little children. I just love that. It's like, guys, come here, my kids, little children, you know, come here. I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I'm going, you cannot come. This is where they're like, huh? Sometimes Pastor Dan be saying something deep, you're like, huh? Can you say that again? Okay, you will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I'm going, you cannot go. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you. He's given them purpose. He's given them instruction. He's giving them vision. He's telling them what's about to happen. I got to go, right? Where I'm going, I'm giving you a new commandment. He's asking us that you love one another as I have loved you, so that you also love one another. This, by this, all will know that you are my disciples, that you are my students, that you are my followers, that you are part of my family. If you have love for one another, that caring, coaching, and connecting others. How do people know? Why, why does the, the person working at our house, like, who are you? Who are you? Like, what do you do? They just want to know. Why? Because you're different. Why? Because you actually care. You want to connect people, right? You want to coach people. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? This is me. Oh, uh, where are you going? Where you go, I go. That, that song that doesn't, I never say the song's right. The song is so here, the rhythm is here, but what comes out, we don't know, right? Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. Something like that, it's getting worse. <laughs> Simon Peter says, where you going? Jesus answered him, where I'm going, you cannot follow me, but you shall follow me afterwards. Can you imagine you've been following Jesus everywhere? Like where you go, I go. Yeah, I'm your number one disciple. They come for you, I got my sword, I cut the ear off. Peter, and then he's like, where are you going, I can't go? What, what? But you'll follow me after. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you right now? I need to know. I will lay down my life for your sake. <laughs> Man, not gonna go there. Probably said that before. Jesus answered him, will you? <laughs> All right, will you? Jesus knows everything. Will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. Like, oh man. And I bet you in that moment, Peter was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> not going to deny you. I will never deny you. I will never, right? Anybody said some nevers before and we didn't? Jesus continues in John 14, 1. He says, let not your heart be troubled. I love that. He's like, you're going to deny me? Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. I have to remind myself when things are going on in this world, things are going on in my life, even when I let myself down, let not your heart be troubled. Do you know that that means there's a choice? You can let your heart be troubled or you're gonna let not your heart be troubled. It's up to you, the choice is yours. I'm gonna let not my heart be troubled, right? 
You believed in God, believe also in me. And in my Father's house are many mansions. I go to to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. There, that where I am, you will be also. And where I go, you know. And the way, you know. Like Jesus is like, I'm going to go hook it up with some mansions. You like a big house? I like a big house. All this renovation? Yeah, I like a big house. Right? And he says, where I go, you know the way. How did they know the way? Like, how did they know the way? Because they knew Jesus. They walked with Jesus. They knew Jesus. They trusted Jesus. They had lunch with Jesus, right? They were at the wedding. Jesus is making stuff happen. That song, now I'm not going to sing it. They knew Jesus. He is the way, he's the truth, and he is the life. So, I mean, if you don't know the story, Peter goes on and does exactly what Jesus said he would do and denies him. Not once, not twice, three times a lady. Three times Peter. Peter did just like Jesus said he would do. Have you ever denied Jesus? What? Ultimate sin, huh? Have you ever denied Jesus? Right? Have you ever have you ever denied Jesus? Have you ever like walked with Jesus? And then you defended Jesus and you proclaimed your love to Jesus. Then you walked away from Jesus. Anybody else? Just me. Got kind of quiet in here. Anybody else can witness with Peter? Peter, do you love me? Oh, not yet. If any of this is you or has been you, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Do you want to know how many people have a troubled heart because they walked away from Jesus? Because they denied Jesus, right? Because they were loving, proclaiming their love to Jesus, and now they've fallen away from Jesus, and their heart is troubled. Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. I go to prepare a place for you. I know you. And don't give up. Get up. You already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Without Jesus, we can do nothing, but with him, we can do all things, right? Let not your heart be troubled. There's hope for you, right? There's hope because hope is alive in you. If, there was, if there's hope for Peter, 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 always open in his mouth, Peter denying Jesus, he saw Jesus, he walked with Jesus. Some little girl's like, were you with Jesus? No. It's like, no, I wasn't with Jesus, right? If there's hope for Peter, then there's hope for all of us. All of us. Not one of us is greater than the other. We have all been there at some point in time in our lives. At some point in time in our walk with God. We've all missed it. We've all let ourselves down. We've all like walked away for a moment. We've all had doubt. We've all done things that we're not happy about, right? But can I tell you that don't count yourself out. Peter still had a place on Jesus' team. And so do you. You have a place on Jesus' team. You're the light of the world. We're going to outreach this Christmas season. Why? Because hope is alive in us. Hope is alive in us, right? Don't give up. Get up. So Jesus goes to the cross, right? Jesus goes to the cross. We're still talking about Peter. Jesus defeats the devil. Jesus raises from the dead. 
he comes back to life and he finds the disciples fishing. They went back to doing what they always did, right? Jesus was here and now he's gone. He's over there trying to make some mansions somewhere because you know he's a good carpenter, but he left us and we're not carpenters, we're fisher people. And so let's go catch some fish, right? We're fishermen. So this is in John chapter 21. Jesus says, hey, hey guys, they're out there fishing. You guys got any food out there? And they look at each other like, no, no, we don't have any food, okay? They're not sure if it's Jesus yet. They're still like, is it a ghost? No, just kidding. That's a different story. So Jesus says, cast out your nets to the right side and you'll find some fish. What do we need to do when Jesus speaks? We need to hear and do. And then what happens? Empowerment. Then we're blessed, right? He says, they um, cast, out your, cast out your nets to the right side, right? Because they weren't having no luck. They weren't catching no fish. That's why they said they ain't got no food, right? No fish, no food. See, no fish Friday. They had no food. So they hear and do and are blessed with so much fish that they don't even have enough room in the boat and enough room in the nets to carry it all in. Then John and Peter start talking like, you know, John, the one that Jesus loved. You know, he wrote that, right? <laughs> that was the book John wrote, the, the disciple that Jesus loved. That's Shatay's edition. <laughs> so then uh, John and Peter are like, is that Jesus? Is that him? I think it's Jesus. Sounds like Jesus. That's something Jesus would tell us to do. Throw it on the right side, then we're blessed and we bring all the fish in. So it has to be Jesus right? <laughs> you know? So Peter jumps out of the boat. He swims to shore. That's so Peter style. He's not waiting for confirmation. He needs to know and find out for himself. Let's jump out of the boat. Woo, woo, woo. Gets a little closer. It's got to be Jesus. Nobody else, right? So Jesus is, um, he gets to shore and Jesus is cooking breakfast. Jesus is cooking breakfast. How many of you want to be more like Jesus? <laughs> I want to cook some breakfast right now. I'm hungry. No, just kidding. But I, Jesus was always being an example of what a servant. He was always being an example of a servant. He was always serving his disciples. He was always showing them the way. He was always showing I mean, he was before Mandalorian was Jesus. Before Mando was the way. Jesus is like, this is the way. This is the word. Okay, I'm not gonna pretend like I'm a fan. I'm like a half fan. <laughs> kind of watching, I'm like not that into it. It's more Chattel's thing and I just keep up for the conversation. And so what happens is Chattel watches them like really fast and then Chattel has to catch up. And it's a show on Disney in case you're wondering like, what is she talking about? It's called Mandalorian. And so Chattel watches them and then Chattel has to catch up. And then I'm like, what happened? I haven't watched anything. She's like, don't say it loud. And I'm like, Chattel, tell me what happened. Like, I don't need to watch it because I just need the little, you know, catch up. Like, oh, wow, that's a good show, you know. It's great. <laughs> that's how I watch Mandalorian. <laughs> Through Chattel. And then I, I'm like, Chattel, did you see it yet? Because I'm going to say it out loud. <laughs> I'm going to be like Peter, open my mouth. <laughs> She's like, no, I haven't seen it yet. It's funny. Anyways, 
So Jesus is over there cooking some breakfast. I love seeing Jesus. He's always the example. So he's got the fire going. Okay, in John 21, 12, Jesus said to them, Come, eat some breakfast. This is Jesus. He just whooped on the devil. He just rose from the grave. And he's over here. Come, guys, you want some breakfast? You guys hungry out there? Come on, come in, come in. Got a fire going. It's all set up. Come on, guys, come in. We see Jesus as like, oh, holy. And we see him... And, you know, like when we think he rose from the dead, we think he's all invisible, just walking around. And like, we think that he eats the fish and they can see the fish going down in his belly. We, we imagine something weird. Anybody else? We imagine it super spiritual, kind of spooky. And Jesus is over here talking to them. If it, it had to look like a person, if they were like, is that Jesus? Is, it, is that Jesus? You know, it's got to be Jesus. So Jesus said, come and eat some breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask. This would be Misha Tom Shea like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. but you don't dare ask Pastor Dan. Why? Because you'd be like, that was dumb. Dumb, dumber, and dumbest. Get over here. No, I'm just kidding. It's all jokes. Yet none of these disciples dared to ask him, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Ooh, ooh. We don't know. Knowing that it was the Lord. They knew it was Jesus. Then Jesus then came, took the bread, and gave it to them. And likewise the fish. Jesus is over there being a waiter. He's being a servant. How can I serve you? I'm here to help you. Right? We've got to be more like Jesus. This is now the third time that Jesus, Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Jesus restores Peter. This gets me every single time. Sometimes we think that we're out for the count. Sometimes we think that we've denied Jesus one too many times. We've walked away from Jesus one too many times. This is it, it's over for us. There's no way we could still be a part of his team. There's no way that Jesus still has purpose for us. There's no way that we could change the world. There's no way. And you know what Jesus says? He restores Peter, and he wants to restore every single one of you. There's no matter what you've done, Jesus has a place for you on his team. He has a place for you on the mission, in the vision. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon Peter, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? Because you said you love me more than these. Like, oh yeah, I love you more than John talking about the disciple that Jesus loved. No, I love you more than him. I love you more than him. He's like, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. Jesus is still giving him purpose. Jesus is saying, everything that Jesus had taught them before, everything that Jesus had taught them, at that place that Peter had, you're the rock, all this stuff. He was the rock before the rock. That was Peter, the rock. Now, he had a place for him. He had a purpose for him. So he's restoring him. He said, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was hurt. He's like, man, Jesus, you know all things. 
because he said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. He still had purpose. He still had a plan. No matter what's going on, God still has a plan for you. Don't give up. Get up. There is still a purpose for your life. There, you were born for a reason. You were born for this season. You were born for this time. You were born for this generation. You were born for this era. You gave birth to kids in this season for a reason. You were born to parent them. You were born to parent this world. Come on, we're mothers of nations, fathers of nations. Why? Because we're gonna, we're gonna rise up and care for people and coach people and connect people, not religiously, not because we have to, but because we get to be a part of Jesus's team, because we get to feed his sheep. We get to be co-laborers. We get to join his team and we're never counted out because why? Jesus wants to restore you. Whatever it is you've done, whatever you've been through, whatever you've gone through, he's restoring you to his team. He says, do you love me? You're never counted out. So stop counting yourself out. How many of you guys have counted yourself out? right? We've done it. We've all done it. No, Lord, not me. Oh, I can't help. I can't help in the kids ministry. I can't help on the worship team. I'm not good enough like them. We're all messed up. We're all messed up. We all go through things. We all have stuff that we have to conquer, that we have to overcome. And how do we overcome it? With new information in the word of God, through the blood of Jesus, we come, we show up to grow up, having maximum development in every area of our lives. That's how that's how we get to be so blessed. How are they so blessed? They hear and do. They hear and do. Jesus said, cast out your nets to the right side. You're like, no, nah, I don't think so. Jesus is telling you, he's telling you, you know, all these different things. And we're like, mm, I'm not sure. You should go to church. I want to sleep in. I got other things to do. I got, I got, a, I got a business to run. I got this. I got that. We, you know, we all got things to do, but we need the word. We need connection. We need coaching that happens here in church, right? Jesus still needs you on his team. Don't give up, right? Get up and share God's love with all. So I just want to encourage you guys. You know, it's Christmas Eve Eve. I'm just saying thank you for coming. I wasn't sure anybody was going to come on the Eve Eve, you know? Wasn't sure. I came on. People are here. Woo! So I want to encourage you to reach out as you go to dinner with your family and friends and as you connect people with Jesus. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together. But what you can do is talk story. And that's your story, your Peter story. Like, Kiki, do you love me? Jesus is asking, you know, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Love others like I loved you. And what you can do is talk about the breakthrough that has happened through your life this year. When you, you know what? We need to write a book about all the amazing things that ha have happened to all Love Life Church members here in this 2020. So many financial breakthroughs, so many relationship breakthroughs, just so many healings. Things are so many great things are happening. So many people got new houses and new cars, took advantage of all the interest rates. I mean, so many amazing things have happened. Why? Because we trusted God to work everything together for our good. Not that we were good, but in Christ Jesus, we are perfect. In Him, 
we can do all things, right? That's why it all starts with Jesus, right? We need to be the light that this dark world so desperately needs. So wherever you're going, take that light with you. It's not about you. It's about Jesus in you. It's about Jesus in you. And share that love with others because they need it. There's so many people out there. Guys, it's crazy the statistics that with 2020, the depression, the suicides, domestic violence, all these things have just skyrocketed. And it's crazy with young people and people that lost their job and they lost their hope and they lost their relationships and they gave up because, you know, they couldn't see anybody. They're in quarantine. And here we are living our best life. We ain't hashtagging it. We're actually living it. And they're like, who are you? Who are you? Like them disciples were like, is that Jesus? They're like, who are you? Is that Jesus? It's Jesus in me. And it's Jesus in you. And we got to be the light to this world. Talking our story, right? Telling everybody what Jesus has done for us and our family and our church family. And he has blessed us when we hear and do. It's like, if you love me, love others the way I love you. Jesus is asking you, if you love me, love others the way that I love you. And all of this purpose starts with Jesus. It all starts with Jesus. The beginning starts with Jesus. The end starts with Jesus. It's always Jesus. And if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you're like, I want, I want purpose. I want vision. I want that instruction. It starts with Jesus. All you have to do is call on the name of Jesus, and you will be saved. And God has a perfect spot for you in the body of Christ. He has a perfect place for you. He's got a race for you to run that only you can run. And it starts with Jesus. If you have not and you would like to call in the name of Jesus, let's say a prayer together, all of us. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe in you. I want to serve you. I want to fulfill all that you have for me. I thank you so much for saving me, setting me free, giving me purpose and a vision and never counting me out, but always counting me in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, calling on the name of Jesus, you shall be saved. You enter into the family of God. And if tonight you're like, that's me, you can raise your hand in the building. Our ushers, they got a packet for you. We've got a work, like a booklet for you with some great information. If you're online, click the I Receive Jesus button. We'd love to try to connect with you as well. I love you guys. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. I hope everybody receives something. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.